so here we are, the Man to Man podcast. I have no idea what episode. I think we're like almost at twenty. Or I we're think maybe the last time I counted, 20. we're at three thousand nine hundred seven. Yeah. So we're starting to rack <laughs> them up. There, we're starting it up. We're doing. We're trying so hard to get these out weekly for everybody that watches and wants us to. Uh, we are. We're trying to give it the effort to get them out weekly. Um, it's tough, right? I mean, like stuff happens and. and well, busy, it's, so. I mean, you know, I mean, we're just being honest. It's yeah, a tough season. Right. It's spring. We, people are doing a lot of things around the house. I'm doing a lot of things around my house. And, and so it's just everybody knows that it's just that time of the year in Minnesota where, you know, you start doing some things. You start getting out a little bit more cabins and all that kind of stuff. You finally go outside. Right. I mean, it doesn't hurt to go. <laughs> and this you know, is a long not outside. Right. Man. We were, I was just talking to Josh, one of the guys from our Year with Men group. And we were talking about, you know, I went down to Florida and he lived in Florida for a while. And you know, I was in Fort Myers Beach, and the destruction on this beach is insane. I mean, like, there are whole parts of the beach that are just gone. I mean, there's a place where there's this town square, basically. So yeah. it was, you know, shops and restaurants and bars, and then they had this pier that went way out into the ocean. I mean, it was like blocks long, this pier was. It was a massive pier, and people would fish off it. and all this stuff and and you know and, and you could go and, and get uh ice cream or pizza and like i mean it was just it was town square it was, and they would have like music in there and stuff yeah it's all gone the pier is gone like the things come up out of the ground because out of the of, water the hurricane that oh, went through right here oh my yeah. gosh the, like they're all of the buildings like they were never there they're just gone Wow. And so, you know, we drove down there and, and it's just seeing this destruction is insane. And, um, you know, I was talking to Josh and I was like, you know, it, it's weird because we don't have that kind of weather here. Right. You know, the worst it gets in Minnesota is it's really cold, which, you know, for somebody that lives in Florida, they'd be like, hey, listen, you do this every year, <laughs> right. right? Like you go outside, you could die, <laughs> you know, every winter. Right. What happens to us every, once every hundred years, you know, this is, they say this was like a hundred year storm is what wow. they kept saying, right? Like it's never, it's not been that intense for that long. But it means not, I don't think it's that bad, frankly, you know, people, not that many people die in Minnesota, but it, you know, like it is bad. I mean, right. in a lot of ways it sucks to go outside and now it gets nice and, and you're like, I got stuff I need to do. Yeah. And so knowing, wanna... knowing in three and a half, four months, it's going to be back. back. <laughs> right. So this is that time. Right. And so, so here we are. Yeah. Like I said, we're trying to get these out, which is great. And, you know, we were just kicking around a lot of stuff and trying to, you know, discuss a lot of things that happened. And I think that one of the things in our, you know, in doing this that we want to do is, is bring real life stuff. Yeah two guys to help them right i mean we're trying to model conversation that other guys can have with other guys right. and have it be okay and and that really is what we're trying to do and, and bring like a not necessarily an answer to it because i'm always you know i mean you said it the other day in class i'm always like okay so what's the answer right and sometimes the answer is that you got to talk things out and you have to figure right. it out right and and there are things in life where the answer is you have to work through this yeah. it's not a right exactly and, and and many times and everybody usually knows this but but the reality is is that you know when you when you have someone that you can talk it out you sometimes discover the answer yourself right you know if you have somebody just to be a sounding board you know and, and i think so many times we we disengage thinking that that's going to be better for us than engaging in a conversation and sharing some stuff that 
we're confused about. And like I say, many times if, when you just have that opportunity to share, you, you get the answer by just communicating it yourself. Right. Um, and so it's it, the enemy's got an incredible tight-knit band around us as men that really have kept us from having conversations because he knows what will happen when a band of brothers get together and actually talk real stuff. We'll actually grow. Right. You know, you know so. we, the, the idea of, you know, a lot of guys say they, they're like lone wolf in it, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I just, I like to lone wolf it. I hear that all the time. My job, I'll get people that will come in and they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm just Not really, really good at lone wolf in it. You know I mean? If you give me a job, I'll get it done. And I'm like, yeah, the lone wolf dies yeah. in the end. Like, I don't know if people know this, but when he's the outside wolf, the pack, the right? wolf succeeds and lives because they're in a pack. Yeah. When a wolf is alone, it's because they're sick or too old yeah. or hurt. They don't like the strong ones are not the lone wolves. But right. that's how I think guys want to, you know, like when they say that, yeah. you know, I like the lone wolf. It. They're thinking like this tougher wolf. Be the man. Yeah, yeah, that's out there by himself because he can make it happen. Right. That's not, it's a terrible analogy really yeah, because the lone wolf dies in the end every time. Yeah. Yeah, he dies in the end. When you look at anything else in the wild kingdom, right? You know, when the when the lions are there, what do they do? They just walk with the herd until they find the one that's sick or the one that's going to fade back a little bit, and then they they attack and kill it. You right. Know? So I mean, the moment you get alone, and I could go through multiple different times where I thought being alone I actually want to do a uh, a poem called "When Alone Becomes Your Home." Mm. In other words, it's great. It's great when you want to get away once in a while. Right. Yep. But when it becomes your home. Your mind does some weird things, and 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 I and and I was gonna put I was gonna write this down because I think I got it, and I still will. But it, yeah, being alone is never how God designed us to be, ever. Right, right. And and so you know that's what we're trying to do is just show yep. guys like, hey, this is okay. We can do, and we do we like this is not just this podcast. Like this is how we live, yes. literally how we live life. You know, and I know, um, you know, John Eldridge when they do when we do the basics and the becoming of kings, they say like, hey, this is this is our lifestyle. We're lifestyle. inviting you to live like this is how we live every day, right. and we want you to like this is literally how we live every day. We yeah. talk almost every day, right. and if I'm not talking to you, there's a, a bunch of other guys in in our Why group you talk or somebody else. Yeah, I have other I have other men I'm seeing too. My oh, okay, <laughs> well, but there's you know there's whole, there's a whole <laughs> don't Google man to man. There's a, there's a whole there you know like that that is that this is the life this is yeah. the lifestyle that we literally right. are walking it's it is in conjunction yes. with other people yeah. and being able to being able to be real frankly sometimes I'm like I suck at this or I don't know that I'm okay with this right and what we were talking about it and sort of want to talk about is that guys can take that too far. In a lot of ways, and they lose confidence in themselves, yeah. and they lose the ability to look at life and go, "Okay, you know, yeah, there are things that I need to do better, and there are things that I need to work on, but you know, there are also some wins in here yeah. that I'm that I need to remember and to, you know, to continue to work towards, right?" And I, my question was, why? Like, why does that happen? Why do we get that way? You know, me specifically, why is it that? You know, I get to the point sometimes where I'm like, it just doesn't seem like it's like, like I, like I'm doing it right. Like I think, I think I've said it to you often, right? Like maybe I'm just doing this wrong. Right. Right. And 
And, you know, one of the things that we came up with after a long conversation, you know, was this, this verse in Proverbs, I think is really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, why don't you go ahead? Yeah. Proverbs twenty nine eighteen in the New Living Translation says, when people do not accept divine guidance and, in other versions, it's a vision where there is no vision. All right. Uh, it says that, that when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law is joyful. And another translation says, where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. Right. You know, uh, it's amazing how, how when we don't have a, when we don't have a set goal or a set vision of where we want to be in two years, where we want to be in three years, how we can just, you know, like Dr. B says, we can live a life of mediocrity. Right. And, and really just, we're just going to take each day one day at a time. And you, you do that and you will, you will definitely lose confidence because you're not accomplishing anything. You're just getting up, going to work, making money, paying bills. Mm-hmm. And that can be an accomplishment. Yeah. At some, at some point in time, but if you don't have something you're aspiring to, you're going to, you're going to lack confidence. Right. And and I think that it's, I think it's important to clarify, you know, that there are times when you have to take it one day at a time, right? Oh, we, yeah. we were just talking, you know, just bringing up the Florida thing that we were talking about earlier. Those people had to think about the next day, right? Yeah. Because they're in the middle of a tragedy. So at that point, when you have no water, you have no electricity, your house is tipped over, right? Your neighbor's house is in your living room. Like you have to think about tomorrow or today, maybe the next hour, right? When you're in the midst of tragedy. But then as you get out of that, they have to start thinking about how do I rebuild? What happens a year from now? Because if you live in that, tragedy or living in the moment mindset for too long right then what happens right when people don't have any vision of okay now we need to rebuild or what what are the next steps we need to take to get us to an end goal which is to restore back to where we're not where our house isn't destroyed and we can live here again and we can prosper again and we can have our jobs yeah i mean you know like when you when you don't step out of it that's where discouragement and depression comes in Mm -hmm. i mean the reality is like this is where i'm going to live now yeah yep my house is wrecked i guess i'm just going to pitch a tent right you know i'll never forget this is so long ago denny i'll never forget Remember when the flood at New New Orleans happened? Mm -hmm. Remember that big flood? Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane Katrina. And I'll never forget watching the news. And they showed hundreds of people, right, amongst all this wreckage, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody doing anything. Right. Except complaining that the government needs to help them. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget it. People are dying out here of heat stroke. Well, build build some cover. Right. Yeah. And that was a perfect example of people that just went like, well, somebody else is going to have to fix this because I'm not going to, you know, and I'm just going to sit and wallow in my in my pain. And you, you can, but you're going to lack vision. You're going to lack purpose, you know, right. but then, then you have the one guy in those tragedies who goes over to the, his house is messed up, but he decides to go over and help the old lady with hers. That's purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. Because she's older. And so he's more apt to do that. You can always find it in the midst of tragedy. You're right. Yeah, you got to take it one day at a time. What are we going to do next? You, you know, you got to plot that out. But sooner or later, if you keep moving forward, you're going to go, you know what? We can get a new house now. Right. <laughs> and in a new house, maybe we can have an extra bedroom because you're pregnant and we didn't have the extra bedroom before. You know what I mean? That, there's always that sense of purpose and, and, and vision that is what keeps us, keeps us moving forward. And even when in the difficulties, as long as you have something that you can aspire to, mm-hmm. You're going to be able to. You're going to be able to succeed uh, 
in a much not easier way, but success will come, right? Different time frames, but it will come. Sure. And so, you know, for guys that I that like we were talking about that get into this this mindset, right, of of uh, la- lacking confidence because they're not, you know, they're not seeing the, the they're they're living in that day to day mindset, yeah. right? So, I mean, so what are the you know, what are the steps? What are the first things that they need to do to change that mindset and to, you know, I mean, like, are you saying just, Hey, maybe you need to think two years out and be yes, that's what where, you where do. do I want to be two years from now? Yeah, that's what you want to do. That's exactly what you want to do. You want to sit down and you want to, you know, uh, like I say, Jordan Peterson, I don't know if people watch him, but he actually has There's something on his website that you can go through that actually has you do those things. You sit down, you, 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 oh, he asks you, he goes, what do you want to be? Mm-hmm. I want to be a pilot. Okay. If you want to become a pilot, okay. So then hmm. it takes you to the process of what's the first step? Well, maybe you should figure out how to get a license. Right. What's it going to take? Well, it's going to take 12 classes. Okay. 12 classes where? You know, but, but he, he, he sit down and he goes, he goes, you got to be realistic. I mean, right. you know, if you sit down and go, I want a 15 house mansion on a beach in, you know, the Bahamas. Well, right. okay. Great. You, long you might get there. Right. But literally, you got to do that and then stick to it. Because you know for a fact, as soon as you start to write down a vision and a purpose for your life, the enemy's going to come in and try to be like, you can't do it. Right. You don't make enough money. You don't have a good enough career. I mean, he's going to do that. You know, of mm-hmm. course he's going to come in like a flood and do that to you. Uh, but you know, that's really the first part of, like I told you earlier, you know, Carrie and, Carrie and me have just kind of stepped into a new purpose when it comes to coaching. Me coaching men and her coaching, um, you know, business owners or Chick-fil-A you know, owner operators and we're starting to intermingle of how we could probably work together with those people, you know, Mm -hmm. how she could work together when it comes to me coaching men in life, she could probably bring the business side Mm -hmm. and how the people that she's coaching in business, I could kind of bring the, the, the real and the, you know, the, the uh, family side or whatever. And just that thought together alone, I'm just like, okay, what are we going to do next? You know, what can we do next? So then you can start to plan out the purpose right. for that, right? And, and being intentional of actually, I mean, I think the reality is that you really have to sit down and, and make a plan. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, I think a lot of times we get stuck on that. Yeah. A lot of guys are stuck right there. Like, yeah, I know I got to sit down and do that. Yeah. No, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Literally have to sit down and write this out because yeah. if you don't, right, then... You're just stuck. You're stuck right. in step one. Right. You're stuck in, stuck in step zero. Yeah. We talk about the compass class thing where Dr. B is like a step zero, right? Like that's where you're stuck in step zero. You're not even on the path yet. Yeah. You know, and, and one of the things in, in one of the other classes that I'm taking, uh, yeah, I take other classes too. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff being revealed in this podcast. <laughs> I get in trouble. Uh, no, but this other class I'm taking, they had us write a eulogy. Yeah. That's That's tough. That's um, one, of, one of the most difficult things to do as a eulogy. Yeah, yeah, that is that is hard, and they wanted you to they wanted you to write it based on how you want the person to read your eulogy yep. when you die, not how they would now. Right, right. Yep. So, um, that that's hard, but it also is a plan. That's a vision for the future. That's where I want to be. And you know, the next step in this class is okay now come up with a plan as to how you get there, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't just, like, this emotional... I mean, it starts with that, right? Like, this emotional thing of writing this eulogy. But then the idea is, okay, now how do you get there? You know, make that happen. Yeah. 
how. And so, you know, starting was the first step. And they did it with this easy ease and write a eulogy. That would be one way you guys can start. Sit down and go, you know, I did it from the viewpoint of my son, right? What do I want my son to get up and say yeah. when, when I die? Because at the end, I'm going to. And so what do I want him to say? And now I have to write out a plan as to how I get to there. You know, and um and one of the and one of the you know, because especially in Christianity, you know, it's like, well, I want God's plan for my life. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. You know, which great. is good. Yeah, that's great. You can have God's plan and I you know, I'm gonna wait until, you know, I hear from him. And well, if you're thirty five years old and you still don't have a plan, my guess is God wants you to develop something. <laughs> something. And but one of the things that I always suggest to to, to men is like, okay, what brings joy? That's what brings joy too. to your life? Yeah. I mean, that's a great place to, to start. Right. You know, and, and I mean, really, I don't care what it is from, well, you know, joy to me would be becoming a, a guide for fishing in the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. You know, so what brings joy? Because joy is a, joy is a very key emotion. And it's not, you know, we can get into the whole, you know, joy is not an emotion. It's not a feeling, but whatever, we won't go there. So just sit back and just, it push yourself away from all the stuff and what you can't do because of whatever reason you can't. And what make I always say, what makes you smile? Yeah, that's a good place to start for sure. What makes you smile? And you know, when it comes to Dr. B, you know, I was just going to try to find it on my phone, but I won't. But one of the things that he has you write out is a biblical mandate mm -hmm. and a personal mandate and an ultimate contribution. That is vision casting. Mm -hmm. My ultimate contribution, that is what I want said. Right. Right. When I'm gone. And, yeah, and, and actually, we posted that on our website. Yeah. So people go to mandoman.org. They can go to the About page. And there's a link in there that shows all of those things. Like, you literally wrote them out. I mean, yeah. it's I read it, and obviously, I, when I posted it, I mean, it's, it's a lot of thought and oh, work yeah. that went into that. But literally, again, first step was sitting down to write that out yes. and, and starting to do that. But that gives you something to bounce things off of. Right. right. Now, again... You know, you could have a plan again to be a guide. You know, a sand, whatever you said. You know, salmon fishing guide or whatever in in the Atlantic Ocean. You could have this plan, and you know, who knows if you get there? Frankly, I mean, you don't always arrive at every goal, right? right. But along the way, if you're doing things that you're enjoying and that are getting you towards that end or moving you towards that end, then you know, you're still you're still living in that plan for your own life. Yes. You have a purpose that you're living in. And maybe along the way, your purpose changes. And, you know, you meet the girl and she doesn't want to be an Atlantic fisherman. And you go <laughs> like, okay, I like this girl more than I like fishing. So I'm going to switch my plan up a little bit. Yeah, here, right? you just, you're just fishing for girl. Yeah, or, you know, or, or happiness, you know, and things like that. So, I mean, life changes, right? I mean, I, I have two sons now and most of my life revolves around them. That wasn't my plan. I didn't, you could have, I could have never known that at, 22 right you know if i would have written out my plan at 25 if i would have written out my plan at 30 if i would have written out my plan right. you know even though i had them at 30 you still don't know that boy at some point your life is going to revolve around their lives yeah. literally you know and that's because i you only have you know i, I there's this there's this uh, statistic that i that i read a, a while back that just blew my mind and and really like it made me it made me sad in a lot of ways because of the age of my voice but it says that by the age of 12 your kids you will have spent 80% of the one-on-one -on -one time that you will have in their whole life yeah. 
by the age of 12 because that's where they start to get independent mm -hmm. and progressively become more and more independent every year. And it's getting younger every year. Yeah. It's getting younger because it was 15, 15 and 16 back when my kids were that age. So yeah, so at 12, my I had spent eight, so my kids are past that already. Yeah. So 80% of the one-on-one -on -one time that I will ever have with them is gone. Yeah. And so in some ways that depresses me, but in other ways, you know, it just shows you how, you know, your life changes and you don't understand that this is an important thing that you have to put time and effort into. Yeah. And, you know, and again, in another four years when they're both out of the house, maybe I go back to be wanting to be in Atlantic you know, salmon fishermen yeah. or whatever, you know, and can, and that's not my dream, but if it were right, I mean, right. maybe that's the case point being, if you have that purpose, if you just give up, right. how many guys just give up on that? Right. Yeah. Like, well, I'm never going to be that because now I have these kids and my life revolves around them. And so I guess I'm just going to live it one day at a time. Yeah. And that's What's the slow that saying? March to death. I hate right? it. You know it because we said it is it. what it is. It is what it is. I, I know. That, I catch I, myself saying that. I can't stand too. that. It is what you yeah. make it. It's not is what it is. It is what you make it. And you know when you think about when you think about a vision, and when you think about the Bible, I mean, God tells Noah to build a boat. Never rained before. Right. You want me to build a what? <laughs> right. But he gave him a vision and a purpose that he's like, okay, I'll do it. You know, and he built the boat. And then, of course, obviously, we know the rest of the story. When you look at Abraham, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be uh, a father of, right. you know, my wife's like 100. How is that going to be possible? You know, right. I mean, that's, but, but what? There's something about having that set before you that despite, now, now when Abraham, he decided to take on some of that of it himself, right? To try to make it happen. Right. Right. But when you think about the way God's design is, that's what that's what He knows, especially in us men. That's going to keep us moving forward. Is this 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 ability to go? I'm going to get there, one way or another, mm -hmm. you know. And that challenge and that 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 reality is what actually stirs us up to get out of depression now, because we're accomplishing something. Right. If we're not accomplishing something, any guy that any guy that you know, if you set a task before him. Right, and, and he changes and he actually tries to do it. By the time they're done, they're automatically more confident in who they are. Right, automatically. Right, I don't care what it is. Even a chess game. Yeah, I've never played chess right. before. Yeah, I, and and the reason I'm saying that because I just that happened at Olaf's Olaf's sons like to play chess, whatever, and and uh, at the 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 last basic I did, and uh, and you know and and it's like. I've never played chess before, and I'm like, I'm not going to play. And I'm so mad that I didn't. I really, I didn't, right? right? They're like, come on, just play. And I'm like, no, I'm going to get burned. But now the next time we get together, I'm going to play a game of chess. Why? Because I missed that opportunity to take on a challenge, even though I'm bad at it, right? But who knows? I could win, maybe. No, no, no. Yeah, if you fine. don't play chess, you're not going to win. But that's the importance of having a vision. That's right. the importance of having a purpose. And, and you're right. Not every vision you, you start out to do comes to fruition, right? Got there may be changes and different like you said, you may you may meet a may meet a spouse, you may have a child, you may have a job change, whatever the case may be. You but, might figure out you don't like fishing. Right. <laughs> I mean you might wake up one day and be like, Yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah, like, well, Slade I, you know, I think yeah, you know Slade. No Slade. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you saw his post, but he's going on a fishing boat for like thirty days. That's like crazy. one that those go out for thirty days things. Yeah. He's he's gonna try that because he, he thought that that's why I brought it up to fishing. 
Because he's like, you know, I goes, I don't know, I may want to be this, so I'm going to go do it. So I guess so there's awesome. this this thing that you can go out actually on a real boat for 30 days, live off the boat like those shows that we see, and he's right. doing it. That's cool. You know? I know. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going to do no, that. No, I'm definitely not. I mean, I'm, but it's cool that he is. I'd, <laughs> I'd probably drown because I'd look up and a raindrop would fall in my mouth and I'd try to drown. But yeah, so that's what, and obviously the enemy is just trying to say, you just need to make it through the day. You just need to make it through tomorrow. You just need to, uh, you know, and he's going to be constantly doing that because he knows that men with vision and purpose, they're going to change the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just the truth. I mean, if, if Morgan can say a man and a knife will change the world, imagine with a man and a knife with a vision and a purpose, you know. That's the point of that exactly, though, is that a man feels like he has a purpose. Exactly. The point of the man and the knife can change the world is that you feel like I have the tools to to carry out my purpose. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, and, and it's it is it is funny how even those little things, you know, the the I feel like I you know, I, I go through these times. I mean we, we just had it, right? Where I was talking to you and I'm I'm like, you know, I just I feel like I'm just missing the boat. Yeah. And then and I go through this and as I'm talking that out and as I'm expressing that to you i'm i like i mean you even you've commented about it where i'm catching myself like yeah i know this is what i'm supposed to do yeah i know this is what i'm supposed to do and i feel like but it's not working the point is i still know what i'm supposed to do that's so good and man. and i and i and so after i get all that out and then and i hear myself say those things and you know and, and obviously having that mirror of you being like you hear what you're saying right i mean right yeah you know what you're supposed to do that's the point right that that is because I have that vision, because I have the, the end goal, right? And, and so it doesn't last long. You know, it's, it's the 10-minute rant on Marco Polo, you know, and then afterwards, the next day, I'm like, you know, I feel, I feel okay, actually, because there are some things in there that even I said where I'm like, yeah, give yourself some credit, bud. Right. You know, and um, the conversation we had with, you know, with Sean last night where, you know, he was so down on himself, and I'm like, dude, Give yourself some credit. Like you, you, your failure here was a lot of guys' success. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people would. I understand that he wants to hold himself to a higher standard, which is totally cool. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. And that will continue to push him forward because his his goal for himself is further out there. Right. Exactly. But your goal is out here. A lot of people's goal is back here, and that's where you hit. Right. Like you had success, yeah. it's just not quite where you want to be, which is fine. But you didn't fail. No. Like you, you found success in that, just not the end. You're not at the end goal yet, no. which, in some ways, can be encouraging because you know when you reach that end goal, then you got to start all over again. And now where well, do I go? Right. And the <laughs> biggest thing, and you know, the the biggest thing with that is that, uh, is that so many guys when they mess up. Or, or when they do something wrong, they fall right to failure instead of it was a mistake. Right. Or a stumble, right? Like, right. exactly. You fail, you okay. kind of tripped a little bit. Really. Yeah, like, like, well, just, you know, no, I mean, just go to like pornography. Okay, we'll just say that, you know, pornography. Okay. You haven't watched pornography in six months and you watched it the other day. Right. I'm a failure. I, I thought I was, I thought I was over that. I thought I, I thought I didn't have that problem. You you don't. You messed up. That's called a mistake. It's not a failure. That's a mistake. But so often the enemy wants to call you a failure. Why? Right. Because if he can get you in that spot, then it doesn't matter what you do. You're going to be you're, you're taking ownership that I am a failure. No, you're a man of God who made a mistake. Repent. Move forward and and 
go another six months. Right. You know, uh, now if you if you're watching it five times a week, yeah, you're you're failing. I'm right. sorry, but you need to get your heart checked and realign with God. Right. You know, but but and but yeah, and then obviously the more that the more they feel in failure, the more your identity becomes I am right a failure. You labeled. I, I am labeling. No good. I am whatever and so now you're taking ownership of this identity that that's not who you are right you know um and so that's why that's like say but but i'm telling you any any guy that you put a challenge in front of them and then they go they take the challenge they always come out the other side feeling stronger as a man and that's why you need to have a you know there's even i heard a marriage statement saying that women don't need to marry marry a man um don't need to submit to a man that doesn't have a mission submission why would you want to submit to a man that doesn't have a mission in life? Sure. You know, um, uh, which I thought was a really cool statement, yeah, right? Is. I mean, so, so you know, if you're out there and you're married and you're playing PlayStation every day and you, you might want to, and you wonder right. why your wife and you don't get along, you might want to get a mission. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Instead of trying to get to the next level of years of war. Right, yeah. You know, so That's good. That's really good. So, I mean, let's... I think we can conclude on, or we can end this one on, let's give people a challenge, right? Like, we've got a basic coming up in August. Yeah. If guys haven't um, haven't been to a basic, or, one, if they haven't been to a basic, go. Yeah. Sign up, go to the website, sign up, go to basic. That's a, That will challenge you. Yeah. <laughs> what, there is not, there is, I, I believe that no man will go to that and not be challenged in some way. You haven't seen it yet. Right. So, so that will challenge you, and it will help to start to establish a vision for your life yeah. and for the next few years. Because, like, you will get something out of there that you will come back and go, "Okay, I want to work on yeah. this. I want not. I need to. I want to yes, work on that's this." That's so key. Yeah. So, if you've never been to basic, go to a basic. If you've been to a basic, you know two or three people yeah. right now that are jumping into their heads that they're going, "This person needs this." So, get them there. Yeah. Find a way. If you got to go again to get them to go, then go again and get them to go. Yeah. Or if you can talk them into going and, and you know, and you don't want to go because you've already been, then talk them into going. But yeah. make the effort to get people to base it. That's, that's a challenge that people can take on. Yeah. And that is short term, but it gives them some place to start. That's a challenge and that's a vision. Right. I'm going to bring four people. Right. That's a purpose. That's a vision. I mean that 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 can be a vision for every guy out there that's been the basic, knowing the effect, knowing how it affected you. I mean, you know, we just talked in the compass about you know discipleship and what is it? It's right. it's, it's it's walking through your daily life, teaching other men what you've been taught. That's mm -hmm. what it is. Well, reach out to some guys and help them to teach what you've been taught, or get taught what you've been teaching. I don't think that's right. But I don't know. If it, yeah. You understand? It doesn't seem like English. Yeah. Yeah. My my. My son said to me the other day, and I think I said this, I don't know that I did say it in class the other day, but, you know, he, he was upset at, and, and when he, well, he's, he was, he's working on his car. So he was fighting this car. I was trying to help, but I'm dad. So I'm not really all that much help in that moment. And, uh, so anyways, we started at, you know, and he said to me, he goes, dad, I don't know if you know this, but I watch you and I learn from you. And I'm like, I know like I, I hope that that's the case and he goes no like the things that you do I'm learning from whether you want me to or not and so really and quick, I was I like I, I, yeah no oh, so where does your brain go right when you say that <laughs> oh like what did I do bad, bad. yeah that's exactly yeah. my brain right. goes immediately yeah. yeah yeah 
What so did sorry, I do bad? No, that's perfect. That's immediately where my, yeah. if my son would ask me, like, oh, crap, what did I say? Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, what did I do bad? Yeah. But that just tells you, I mean, that's discipleship. Yeah. Like, that is literally discipleship. Is even when you're not intending for me to be learning from you, I'm learning from right. you. And that's, that's, you know, your brain immediately goes to what bad to do. You better clear that stuff up because yeah. whether you want to or not, they're learning from you. Well, and once again, I, the reason I said that was because, because we have a tendency to think of ourselves that way, that sure. that's what we can only contribute. Right. When there is a lot of great things that we've contributed also. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, but it's so interesting on how the majority of men that sons would say that are going like, what, what did I do? Right. I'd love to be able to go, gosh, I wonder what I did that caused him to think, you know, be, think of a good thing, you know, I mean, right. that'd be interesting, you know, I'll never forget when, I know we're trying to close down here, but I'll never right. forget when I was driving the, the minivan, yeah, I had one. The man van. I had a minivan, <laughs> and uh, my daughter Jackie and my daughter Constance were in the car, and I had to hit the brakes quick, uh-huh. and Constance didn't have her seatbelt on, so she kind of flew and hit the driver's seat, and hit her nose and started crying, and my daughter goes, that's what you get for not wearing your seatbelt. And I turned around and looked at him like, that was horribly mean. She goes, well, that's what you said to me the other day. Yikes. Right? Yep. Okay. There was one of those learning experiences. Yeah. That was, I'm learning from you. Oh, yeah. She didn't care about Constance being hurt. She just, you know, and then so, yeah, that's one, that was a bad one. But there's mm-hmm. other good ones that we could go through, too. But, yeah, you're right. It's your daily walk. It's your daily, it's your job. It's you getting at work. People do. Right watch all right well we close that good to go good 